0: so much for joining us on our channel today we want to encourage you to subscribe and like today's video also today's word is brought to you by our truth partners these are people who want to financially invest to help us get this message of truth to around the nation and around the world you can become a truth partner today by simply going to creativechurch.com give again thank you for partnering with us on this message of truth and thank you for liking and subscribing to today's video god bless you i pray this sermon blesses your life It takes, um, it takes someone who's hungry to run after the oil of the Holy Spirit. And I want to encourage you to buy the oil now, to run after the oil and the presence of God now, more than ever before. And you need it. You need it real bad. Everybody say, "Lord, give me the oil of Your presence." Lord, the of your- the, and the people who think they don't need it need it worse than other people. If you're like, "I'm good," you you need it bad, real bad. And you know, everybody wants to get through the service, and you know, like I said earlier, sermons don't change lives; Jesus does, and. People want to get in and just get rushed out of here, but the oil takes time. So does the wine. And we need it on our life. Everybody raise your hands and say, Jesus, pour on me the oil and the wine. Pour on my marriage the oil and the wine. Pour on my children the oil and the wine. Pour on my finances the oil and the wine pour on my health the oil and the wine this is what we need you have to go out and buy the gold buy gold the gold that money cannot buy the gold that only comes from being in his presence Bill Johnson says, Why do we spend so much of our time running after things that will not matter in eternity? When you stand before the throne, what you drive does not matter. How much money was in your checking account will not matter. It won't mean anything at the throne. Your title, your title is not transferable to eternity. It's not going to follow you. And in Matthew 24, if you have your Bibles, Jesus talks about the last days. And he says in chapter 24, verse 4, and Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no one deceives you. It's going to be a big deception in the last days. And he says, For many will come in my name, saying, I'm the Christ. He says, verse 7, nation will rise up against nation. Some translations say ethnicity against ethnicity. One of the signs of the last days is you will see ethnicities fighting ethnicities. You will see nations fighting nations. You will hear about wars and rumors of wars. Verse 10, look at verse 10 and many will be offended. Offended. Everybody's so angry, everybody's so upset. At everything people are just like like so angry and it's not just in the world it's crept into the church people so offended in the church this is one of the signs of the last days Jesus said this he said there were many false prophets in verse 11 verse 12 he said there'll be lawlessness Lawlessness is one of the signs of the last days. I'm not just talking about police. I'm talking about people disregarding all forms of natural law. All forms of just natural order. will will we'll, we'll just be disregarded. Verse 13, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. Verse 27, it says, For lightning comes and flashes from the east to the west, so also will the Son of Man be. When Jesus comes back, it's going to be like lightning flashing from the east to the west. Ready or not, here he comes. And then Jesus talks about it in verse 25. He tells you what's going to happen, and then he gives you a parable. So he says, this is what's going to happen, and then let me give you an illustration so you understand. So Jesus says in chapter 25 he says in verse verse 1 he says then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened unto ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom now five of them were wise five were foolish everybody say five wise five foolish there's ten altogether. five wise five foolish they all are from the same group they're all from the same group. But Jesus says, five wise are five, and five are foolish. Verse two then those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their lamps, took oil with their vessels and their lamps. So they're all from the same group. But Jesus says, there's five wise and five that are foolish. So let's just take our church. It's all creative church, we're all part of the same group. Jesus saying, half of you are wise. Half of you are foolish. And then Jesus says, what makes you wise is whether or not you have the oil. Mm -hmm. Not, are you a member of the group? Your membership card will not get you into eternity. So you can be in here. You can be in here right now. You're part of the group but the distinction was the oil that's what made you wise was did you have the oil of the Holy Spirit on your life and it's interesting to me because Jesus gives this illustration and then he says that the delineation between the wise and the foolish was the oil and it says that while the bridegroom was away, that they slept, they slumbered. That's why pastor tells you to get up and pray. What it says, they slept. They slept. They slumbered. They didn't get up and give God the first of their day. They said, oh, you know, well, you know we got things, blah, 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 blah. blah. You know, I still got a lamp. They slept. That's why the pastor's telling you, get up and spend the morning with Jesus. Give him the first of your day. The others didn't do it. And they had the lamp. All of them had a lamp. They all had a structure. But not all of them had the. How many of you remember the old kerosene lanterns? Anybody remember the old kerosene? Come on, raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. Anybody remember the cracker barrel? You remember the old kerosene lamps? (laughs) So they had the old kerosene lamp, and the bottom was like a reservoir where you pour the oil, you pour the kerosene, and then it has a little wick. Anybody know what I'm talking about? The wick goes in the oil, and it goes up. And and Jesus says, you're asking me to light the wick, but if I light the wick and you have no oil, the wick will, will light for a second, And then be gone. So if you have no oil and you ask Jesus to light you, God, let the light hit my life. Let your light hit my life. You will light up for a moment and then you'll be gone and you'll bring dishonor to his name. Because you have no oil. How many churches do we know and people who glory in things that Jesus does not glory in? Well, look, at every seat is filled. Look how big our building is. Look how many people were here. Yeah, but as if that was the proof of God on our life. Look how many followers we have. As if followers were the proof of God's anointing on your life. As if that was the proof of the oil. Why do we admire people who have a lot of followers? As if, well, this person's had a lot of plastic surgery. Let's listen to what they've had to say. They must be wise. Let's, let's negate the Bible. Let's listen at them. They have money. They have followers. They've had plastic surgery. They must. Are you out of your mind? You're going to ignore Jesus and His Word and follow somebody who has a lot of followers as if that was the proof of God on their life? Be careful what you glory in. Be careful at the things that you value, that you think God is into. They had the vessel, but they had no oil. And so many people are asking God to set their life on fire, but there's nothing in your life that's flammable. There's nothing in your life. Where, where, why are you into followers, and money, and things, and people, and crowds? And there's no tears that run down your face. There's no glory in your home. There's no presence of Jesus in your home or in your life. The Bible says at midnight, the bridegroom came. And their flame started to, the Bible says their flame started to go out. Just as Jesus said in chapter 24, he says, in the last days, many will grow cold. Many believers who once burned for the Lord, their heart just begins to grow cold. Jesus, you know, you know, I've just got busy and, you know, things happen. And so they begin to realize that they were running out of time. And so they went to they went to the other virgins who had the oil and they said, give us your oil. Give us some of your oil. And they said, we can't give you our oil. This kind of oil does not come from somebody laying hands on you. It doesn't come from a conference. You're not gonna go, wow, that's gonna be a cool conference. Let me get on a plane and go to that conference and get the oil. Let me read that book and get the oil. If I can get this person to pray for me, I'll get the oil. You don't get the oil that way. They said, we cannot give you the oil. I cannot give you my history with Jesus. I cannot give it to you. I told my kids, I said, I can't give you my oil. I can't give it to you, even if I wanted to, I can't. I can't give you my oil, my history with Jesus. You have to go get your own oil. Hey, I just want to take a moment and let you know that today's sermon is brought to you by our Truth Partners. If you're interested in being a Truth Partner, simply go to creativechurch.com slash give and select Truth Partners today. Again, please subscribe and like today's video. It's blessing you blessing your family and hey let's get back to the word and what happens is when crisis comes we go oh i i gotta fly over here and get this person to pray for me can you give me your oil oh i've got a crisis in my life can i meet with this person they give me their oil no they can't you have to buy your own oil you have to buy your own oil Nobody's gonna buy it for you. Who in here's got car keys? Anybody got car keys on them? Who's got, here I'll take this one. Here's your car key. What is this? This is a Toyota. Toyota. I drive a Toyota. <laughs> so, this is your car. How did you buy it? How did you get this car? Saved up for it. Saved up for it. You <laughs> saved up money? How did you get the money? How'd you get the money? Worked in a job. You worked for it. Yeah. So you gave your time for it. Yeah. So you, you gave your time for this. The same way you traded your time for this, you trade your time for the oil. You get the oil by giving your time. To Jesus this is the price of the oil it's not let me face a crisis and go fly across the country and find somebody who's who paid the price for the oil and see if they'll give it to me they said we can't give you oil. they said they told him they said go buy the oil go you go buy it like I'm sitting here now telling you go buy the oil The people who had the oil told the people who didn't have the oil to go buy it. And when they went to go buy it, the bridegroom came and the door was shut. Hear me, please hear me, because I talk to you out of the authority of God's word as your pastor. The day will come where the bridegroom will come. And if you do not have the oil, the door will be shut. Good, amen. And you will not make it in. Amen. So buy the oil now. If you miss Jesus, you're going to remember this sermon. Buy the oil now. Pay the price of time with Jesus now. Do not let people distract you. This is holy. This is not something you're going to get in a prayer line. You're not going to get this in a fire tunnel. You're not going to get this because somebody just laid hands on you. This costs what it costs. And it is not going on sale. You have to pay the price. And when he gives it to you, no demon in hell can steal it from you. So many people, we spin our, our wheels, trying to do things to fill rooms and as if, and or, or do things that have numbers because numbers, 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 because we think that's the proof of God on our life. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna destroy our staff and make them harlots. just for the sake of numbers. I told our team, we're going to take some days where we're just going to minister to Jesus. We're not going to take any calls. We're not going to be on the phones. We're not going to do any emails. We're not going to, We're just going to minister to the Lord. Well, what if something's not done? Well, it's not done. Well, somebody didn't get a call back. Well, they didn't a call back. Because we're ministering to Jesus today. Tell him to get with Jesus tomorrow morning and he'll work it out. We can't give them our oil. You're so frustrated because somebody on the staff didn't pray for you. They can't give you their oil. They can't give you their history with Jesus. Jesus is not trying to give you me. I am trying to tell you about Jesus. We have all these marthas martha 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 we got to do 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 what about mary who just wanted to sit at the feet of jesus so how do we become wise you seek the oil of the holy spirit this is a wise person who seeks the oil of the holy spirit where you become oily How many of you want to be oily? Turn somebody and say, "You look oily." You look oily. I want my marriage to be oily. I want my whole. I want my kids. I want oily kids. kids. Come on, anybody else? You want oily kids? You know who had oil? Peter had oil. Peter had oil, and when they arrested Jesus, they took him, and Peter was warming himself by the fire, and one of the women looked at him and said, hey, aren't you one of those? You're one of his disciples. Yeah, you're one of them. And he said, no, no, I'm not one of them. And she said, yeah, yeah, you're one. He denied him three times. And she said, yeah, yeah, you're one of them. And he, he, he wanted to prove he wasn't one so bad he started start cussing. He started trying to curse, and and when he was done cussing, the lady said, no. She said, no, you're one of them. She said, you know how I know? She said, even your speech betrays you. He had been around Jesus so much, he forgot how to cuss, right? I want my kids so full of the Holy Spirit that when they try and cuss... When they try and sin, people say, we don't want to be around you. I want the world to reject them and say, we don't want to be around you. We don't like getting high around you. We don't like drinking around you because your mama got the Holy Ghost and she's praying over you. We don't want to be around you where they reject them because God is so much on their life. They don't fit in with the world. Where they can be in the world but not be of it and the world is fighting for your attention but we we have to fall on the altar with jesus in prayer listen to me take notes when you come to church and pray through your notes pray them If you just took what I taught you today and tomorrow morning you prayed it, like, God, give me the oil. Let me not be foolish. Father, let your oil be on my kids. Let your oil be on my family. Let the world not distract me. Pray your notes. Pray sermon notes. Pray it. Get it in your heart and get it in your spirit. Because hear me, you, you don't, you're not going to be able to love people on your own. Only Jesus can make you love people. I know you think you're a nice person. You're not. You're selfish and rude and mean and conniving and wicked without Jesus, just like me. Just like me. Only Jesus makes you a loving, kind, generous, thoughtful, caring, compassionate person. Amen. Only Jesus does that. And when you don't spend time with Jesus, you're not like Jesus. You're like you and everybody wants to run away from you. So sit with him in places of exchange and realize that he loves you unconditionally. He is, he is so in love with you, listen to me, that the closer you get to Jesus, he'll begin to bless you and hear me, hear me, When he blesses you, just know, whatever he gives you, one day, he will ask for it back. Remember what he did to Abraham? He gave Abraham what? gave Abraham Isaac. What did he ask for back? He asked for Isaac. See, this is real surrender because he's wanting to see if he can trust you. And Abraham's response, but God, you gave him to me. But God, he is my miracle. See, it's easy to lay down things that you know. It's easier to lay down an addiction. I'm not minimizing it, but it's easier to lay down things that are destroying your life. But what do you do when he asks you for your miracle? And he says, give me Isaac. And this is what God tells him. This is what Jesus tells Abraham in Genesis 15 and 1. He says, I am your exceeding and great reward. The reward of loving Jesus is not money. The reward of loving Jesus is Jesus. The reward of... Of spending time with Jesus is not homes or fame. It's Jesus. So many of us go, I'm gonna spend time with Jesus so he'll bless me with money, and I'm gonna spend time with Jesus so he'll make me famous, and I'm gonna spend time with Jesus so he'll meet all my needs, and I'm gonna spend time with Jesus so he'll do the things that I want him to do in my life. No, 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 no. The reward of spending time with Jesus It's Jesus. It's Jesus. And until he becomes your dream, all that you built, all that you gave your life for, all that you sacrificed for, all that you bled for, you sweat for, you gave to, he's going to ask for it back. One day. Creative Church is not my dream. It's my assignment. Because Jesus has to be my dream. Your company is not your dream. It's your assignment. Some of you are like, my dream's to be married. No, Jesus needs to be your dream. My dream is to have children. No, Jesus is your dream. Whatever he asks you for, give it back to him. Because now he knows he can trust you with true riches. True riches are things money cannot buy. Pastor Michael, I think his name's Koleanos, I might be mispronouncing it, but he says, he makes a statement and he said burn for jesus and you'll never burn out Ooh, that's good. burn for jesus let your heart burn brighter than it ever has and this is true surrender and if you could see if you could see how much oil you could have in a lifetime of secret with Jesus. Man. I don't want to get to heaven and miss out on oil. I don't want to be foolish and not pay the price for it now. I want to run after him i want to pursue him if you could see all that he has for you all the glory that you could experience with jesus if you'd spend a lifetime in secret let me tell you what you spend an hour with him right when that hour's getting rated in he'll look at you and go i'll take two if you give it to me (laughs) and then you get through two hours and he's like i'll stay for three if you want How much of you does Jesus want? All of it. All of it. He wants it all. And the bigger the yes, everybody say yes. 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 The bigger the yes, the more the oil. And the more the oil, the brighter the flame. And the brighter the flame, the more you can see. And you no longer live based on feelings, because now you can see. The disease that Jesus healed more than any other in the Bible was blindness. The brighter you burn, the better you can see. And you don't have to live a life based on feelings, because you have vision. Praise the Lord get some out of this today. Hey, if this sermon blessed you and your family, I wanna encourage you to be a truth partner. You can do that by simply going to creativechurch.com give and partnering with us to help get this message of truth out to more people in our nation and around the world. It is our truth partners that make this a reality. Again, thank you for subscribing to our channel. Thank you for liking today's video. We'll see you back here on the channel real soon